back with another Dynasty Buy video. It is, yeah, boys, Cody and Robbie coming at you. If you haven't checked out the other ones, please be sure to do so. Today we are hitting on, you know, what everyone, everyone thinks they have a contender, right? Everyone wants to be like, you know what? If this happens and if that happens, I, I'm right in the thick of it. But hopefully you are a legit contender. The point of any fantasy is to win championships. Even in Dynasty, Kev, I know you're going to watch this. I know you think we all just throw picks and players around. But guess what? We actually do want to win championships. That's, that's the entire point of Dynasty, building the Dynasty so you can just shit all over your league mates for two, three, four, five years. So let's just go ahead and dive right into this. Let's talk about some of these contender buys. We are basing this off of DLF's January ADP for one quarterback leagues because that came out first otherwise we would have used super flex but robbie who are who's your top guy that you are you know that you are searching for if you have a contender on your hands yeah i think the first thing that you want to look for if you are a contender is you know do you have the quarterback firepower you know we we you and i have talked about all the time how you normally don't win unless you have good quarterback play. If we're talking super flex, you have to have at least one, maybe, you know, maybe two, but definitely in single QB, you have to have a, you know, a top five, six, seven quarterback. It's really rare that you don't win without that. And so a guy that you can get for probably lower than, than what you think would be Aaron Rodgers. And that's really weird saying that after the, the year we saw, but he's QB 10 in January ADP and, I think he still has that that capability to be a, a top three quarterback for the next couple of years. You know, I think what keeps him so far down is age 37. And we're like, wow, age 37, he could be done tomorrow. He could just turn around and retire. But, you know, I think we have to remember, think back all those years. He sat three years behind Brett Favre, so he wasn't playing right out the gate. I think there's definitely plenty of, of QB1 seasons left because we saw Tom Brady do it this year at age 43, 44. He was QB8 this year. So, I definitely think somebody who has a more dynamic arm than Tom Brady has can definitely do it. And we saw it here in 2020. Now, do I think he keeps up his eight and a half touchdown rate, uh, passing rate, or keep up 46 touchdowns? No. But if you average out all of his seasons, he averages 34 touchdowns over 4,000 yards. And I don't think that's shabby at all for a quarterback that, you know, you can have on your roster that has that top 10 capability and top five upside. So He's showing no signs of slowing down. I think the couple down years we saw before is because they just a lot of touchdowns kind of went towards the running backs. We saw Aaron Jones had 18 rushing touchdowns. And so I think that's why you were able to buy low on Aaron Rodgers last year. And now he's a buy for a contender. If you're ready to contend, you need that last piece. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is definitely a guy I advocate to go and get. I'm going to go ahead and just jump right into mine and someone who was actually you know, rumored or I think they offered him the contract, but he didn't take it. I think he takes the the contract this year to to play with a quarterback, someone like Aaron Rodgers, and that is Allen Robinson. I mean, this this dude has three top seven PPR finishes in his career playing with Blake Bortles, Mitchell Trubisky, and Nick Goddamn Foles. Like I said, and I was alluding to a little bit, heading he's heading into free agency. Could the Bears tag him? Maybe. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a Deshaun Watson-ish kind of turnout here just in terms of him being unhappy with this organization. So I think whenever he enters free agency, it, he's going to make it known to the Bears that he's, you know, 
don't don't even bother because I'm not going to show up. So I, I do expect Allen Robinson to, you know, even if it's just a, a a two year contract where he can potentially get another one at you know at the at the end of that, I, I do think that he is going to prioritize the quarterback and the ability to win over just maxing out whatever he can get in, in terms of his money. Uh, and that, that's why I'm so bullish on him going into this season. And despite putting up 200 catches for nearly 2,400 yards and 13 touchdowns the past two years, he just doesn't seem like he gets the the respect that he honestly deserves. He, If you watch the, the buy high, I was talking about Nick Chubb and just you know players falling into the bucket where – if you ask, hey, is Allen Robinson good? Everyone's going to say, yeah, Allen Robinson baller, but he doesn't, it, it, that doesn't show up in his fantasy value. So he's going to be turning 28 at the beginning of the season. So he's perfect for that two to three year dynasty window. And with an ADP of 39, I believe, in wide receiver 17, I think the price to acquire him is far less than the value he's going to bring to your rosters. Yeah, it wouldn't be a, a Cody video if he wasn't hyping up a little Allen Robinson. So that's right on brand. And I'm going to stick right on my brand here and bring Zeke Elliott to the table. I heard a lot of podcasts talk about, you know, who was the worst non-injury bust in this fantasy season. And a lot of votes from a lot of people said Zeke Elliott. And it just kind of blew my mind. And I, I think maybe it's because of just the middle of the, the year or what, maybe what you have seen Zeke do in previous years. You you wanted the world, right? And you, you got running back nine, which – is pretty darn good, and, and somehow that's the, the the bust of the century here. But he's a guy that probably won people a lot of uh, weeks in the first five weeks when they had Dak in a, in a healthy line because he was running back one. He was literally the best running back after five weeks. And then you know they go through a lull with uh, backup quarterbacks, then then third string quarterbacks, and then four string quarterbacks. And they're doing the same thing on the offensive line. They went all the way to to four string offensive tackles. And so we all know the, the injuries that the Cowboys dealt with, and you know he still was able to be fantasy relevant you know he wasn't Zeke that we have come to know and love but he was still averaged running back two numbers um it was a top 25 back outside of a couple of games with Ben DiNucci you know he he managed uh, throughout the middle of the year and then we go to the end of the season weeks 11 through 16 kind of as you're ramping up for the playoffs and going into the playoffs you know he averaged 4.5 yards per carry you know he sat out uh, a week because he'd been dealing with a lot of injuries he'd been dealing with a calf and, and then a hamstring injury. And so that's something that a lot of people don't talk about is they look at Tony Pollard and like, well, if Tony Pollard can do it behind, you know, the third string offensive line, why can't Zeke? Well, Zeke is dealing with uh, two different uh, soft tissue injuries. And once we saw him sit out week 15, he came back uh, week 16 and just absolutely balled out. So if you give him an average line, an average QB, he's a, he's a top 10 running back uh, asset. If you give him Dak next year and you get him back Tyron Smith, you get him back Zach Martin, you give him back um, Lyle Collins on the right tackle, you know, you give him a above average to, to really good line. I think we're talking about a top two, top three running back again that we saw before. And we're not talking about Zeke being old. He's 25 right now. He'll be 26 when the season starts. So I know we're trying to push these running backs off a cliff earlier and earlier, but he definitely has two to three more years of what I think is running back one uh, potential and now you're getting him at running back 13 um, price. And and as we've said with, with some of these other videos, when these rookies come in, they're going to see the age 21, 22, and they're going to want to put these players right above somebody who had a, a little bit struggle of a year. So, and by struggle, I mean running back nine. So 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Somebody else who is getting, you know, approaching that age cliff and kind of gets unnecessary hate and doesn't get the respect he deserves is Keenan Allen, who's currently sitting at wide receiver 19 and with an ADP of 45. I don't know if it's the unwarranted injury prone label that, you know, that gets slapped on a Keenan Allen, which is not, I mean, I don't understand how a spleen and an ACL go together, but apparently they do for, for some people. If you can profit off of your league mates mistakes, if, if they're kind of just getting over him, cause he, you know, he did pop up with, was I think like a back injury or something toward toward the end of the season there. You know, people might be seeing that. They they see the, you know, he's gonna turn 29 this year. You know, you were talking about age 25 with running backs. It's like 29 that people get like super anxious and you know, just not wanting to have those those receivers who are approaching that 30-year-old cliff. I mean, we, we saw we saw Herbert. He absolutely balled. He's going to be that safety blanket for him, even if they go out and you know get a a legit wide receiver who can be more consistent than Mike Williams on the outside. I th- again, that's only going to help Keenan. He's not one of those guys who wins with you know blazing speed and athleticism. The the dude is just an absolute technician in terms of his route running. That's not going to go away. Keenan Allen tied DeAndre Hopkins for the fourth most targets among wide receivers in 2020. And he was one of four wide receivers with a 27% or higher target share. So I, I think whenever you combine, you know, the the injury history, the fact that he's turning nine, what we've, you know, what we've talked about with rookie fever coming in, I think you can get him at, at a very reasonable price. And you can basically just plug him into your wide receiver two spot if you're a contender and just ride him out the entire year. You know that I'm one of the biggest Keenan Allen fans out there, so I absolutely love that pick. You know, my guy is going to go right along with him and Kenny Galladay. I think your first guy with Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, you hit on Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, Mike Evans. These are all guys that are around that 27, 28, 29 age. And I think these guys are all going to be great values because, you know, talking about A-Rob, he's wide receiver one most years, and now you're getting him – at a wide receiver two, low end wide receiver two price. Same with Keenan Allen and same with Kenny Galladay, who, again, when we talk about how you you get value is you you buy off discounts and the number one discount is the injury discount. And that's what you're going to see with Kenny Galladay going as wide receiver 23 in January's ADP. So Keenan Allen only played four games in 2020 and he had four games with either 100 yards or a touchdown. Like kind of good, kind of a good start. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't didn't stay. Um, he, he did go out for the year, but he will be back here for 2021. If we go all the way back to his 2019 year where he was the, the wide receiver nine, we saw that he was double teamed a lot of the time, a lot of that year, because both Marvin Jones and rookie TJ Hawkinson at the time battled a lot of injuries that year. TJ Hawkinson missed most of the year, and, and we just saw a lot of double teams where he was able to beat it. So now if we look forward to 2021, you know, as TJ Hawkinson has emerged, and we'll see what they what they do with the rest of the wide receiver room. 
I don't think they're going to be able uh, to do that, especially if you talk about DeAndre Swift also coming out of the backfield. I think Galladay's going to have more room. We talk about a little bit of age uh, discount and injury discount. I think Kenny Galladay is absolutely going to uh, do well and perform above the wide receiver 23 ADP that he's currently at. And let's remember that even though he's a 27-year-old player right now, he didn't enter uh, the league until age 24. He did an off year because he transferred in the middle uh, of his collegiate career. And so I, I think sometimes we look at the age and we're like, well, that player is going to fall off because that's the year that these guys fall off. Well, sometimes they have, you know, an extra year or something like that just because their situations are a little bit different. So um, he hasn't even played 50 full games yet in the NFL, so he hasn't had all of those hits that some of these other guys that are 27, 28 might have. So I think there's plenty of wide receiver one um, success in Kenny G's future. And I'm definitely on this Keenan Allen, A-Rob, Kenny G uh, train along with you. And Galdi was one of those guys who was, you know, being hyped up as a, you know, a top 10 wide receiver too. And now you're getting him at a, at a much discounted rate. So I'm all about that one as well. I, I will split things up here a little bit with, you know, I'm going to hit on a running back. You touched on him with the, the buy low video, but it, to, to quote the big Lebowski, this transgression will not stand. I have to talk about Joe Mixon because his price just does, like, it really just doesn't make any sense. I, I know that I have, have tipped me, you know, me and you both have typically been higher than, you know, you know the majority of the, the community on Joe Mixon. So Cincinnati finally has a legit quarterback. They're guaranteed to get offensive line help. Like there's no way that you can sit in that Cincinnati, you know, that, that war room, watch what happened to Joe Burrow and yep. be like, you know what, let's, let's just, keep things going. They are guaranteed to get O-line help, whether that's through free agency, trade, the draft, option D, all the above. No matter what, that that offensive line is going to improve. You have an up-and-comer in T. Higgins who you know showed out really well, even without Burrow in a couple of those games. Tyler Boyd manning the slot. You add all that up and you know Mixon went up in price, right? Not even close. RB19. RB fucking 19 with all those things in Joe Mixon's favor. Like it, like it just does not make sense to me. If you know, if you're a contender, I think you absolutely have to go and take advantage of this right now before, you know, all those hog mollies start arriving in Cincinnati before the buzz starts growing for Joe Burrow. They're like, Oh, Hey, actually, you know what? He's going to be back, you know, week two or three and not week 10, like everyone was originally hypothesizing. He's, he's going to give you RB one weeks at times. I think he is a, his floor, you know, if he's able to stay healthy, I think that's really the only knock that you can have on him because I, I, I'm not sure he's ever played a, a full 16 games yet. I think you're looking at, at at least double digit. PPR points, you know, maybe some weeks that's like a, you know, a high-end RB3, but he's going to give you those RB1 weeks where he just absolutely pops off. I think he's more like a, you know, at worst RB20, I think is maybe his floor on a, on a week-to-week basis, but I, I think he just makes the, the perfect RB2 for a contender's roster. Yeah, and I think that's what you're looking for if you are a contender, right? Like the rest of your team's pretty good. So they're going to hold up on most week who can give you that week winning upside. And I think you absolutely hit it on the head. That is Joe Mixon. That is going to wrap things up for the dynasty buys contenders 
edition. If you haven't checked out the other videos that we did with buy lows and buy highs, make sure you go and check those out. Any questions, comments, please drop them below. And if you're not yet subscribed, please be sure to do so and hit us with that thumbs up as well. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.